bottom or of it now it's now uh, uh, and then as it started with the uh the there it goes yeah it's it's, okay. it's going now i got it i've got okay. coming around to his recording so we've already been talking about the sutta number 111 that's a really really mm -hmm. good one to work with if we can understand it correctly so the first thing that we have to recognize was is that Sariputta was already probably quite skilled because the starting point for him was being far secluded from unwholesome thoughts, secluded from unwholesome states. He enters and abides in the first jhana. Yeah, go on. I'm just okay. reaching, stepping away from the camera for a moment. Okay, go ahead. Uh -huh. with, with the pity and the sukha, of the first jhana because of the uh, applying of the mind to the wholesome and sustaining it. So the first object then that the person takes in the first jhana is that sustaining, the applying and sustaining. Is this thought wholesome? Is this thought wholesome? Is this thought wholesome? Over and over again until the mind has one wholesome thought after another after another. And then and another sutta, number 19, is where it talks about starting to put some gaps in between the wholesome thoughts. Now, what's happening in the gap is that we're using the mind and mind moments in another way other than thinking or um, uh, discursive thoughts. And that what we're actually going to be paying attention to is how good we feel how good we feel, the feelings become now the object, the second object, okay? How good we feel. First off, we talk ourselves into feeling good, and then we let go eventually of the talking ourselves into feeling good and paying attention mm -hmm. to how good do we feel. So now, this can also be referred to as the second jhana is when we take feelings as the object rather than mm -hmm. the applied and sustained thought. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that that I understand. But where does the contact, feeling, perception, volition, and consciousness, enthusiasm, decision, energy, mindfulness, equanimity, and attention, where do those defined states come in? Well, you can read the rest of the sutta, and that sequence will will reveal itself. But in the state, in the state, or the uh, the sentence, or the phrase that you read, it's got a whole lot of stuff in there. But it doesn't say what particular order. That in fact, the enthusiasm, which is kind of late, actually is one of the early things. Yes. To get the that the enthusiasm. Okay. So. Uh, uh, there is the place when he's talking about going through the jhanas is when they get the order correct because in the third jhana is when we're no longer uh, looking at how good we feel with the pity, but we're looking at feeling good enough, which is yeah, the sukha. Well, this is where, okay. Yeah. And then from the sukha, we go into the fourth jhana, which is then the equanimity which is also re recognized as close to peacefulness. Uh -huh. So I feel good is a little bit noisy. I feel great is a little bit noisy. Mm -hmm. Sure. But we could feel good quietly or at peace, which is then the upeka, 
once mm -hmm. we have that, that's when we can examine perception as a perception and consciousness as consciousness. That in fact, it's a good point here to recognize that what the what we're actually doing with this practice is going through Paticca Samuppada backwards. Right. Why? Because in the beginning, when students don't have it, they're not able to control their feelings. Once we have control over the feelings, which would be first jhana, then we can go backwards through contact into recognizing how the mind constructs things. Then we can understand the construction process. And then we can begin to understand what it's like before the construction begins, which is at consciousness. Let us say that consciousness is the bill of materials. Ah. And the construction is the perception of building something. And once it's built, that's the saliata. Now, that's what we um, uh, base our feelings upon is what we have done with the raw materials. And what are the raw materials? What receives through the eye, what receives through the ear, through the touch, through the taste, through the senses of right here, right now. Those are the building materials of consciousness. Where things go wrong is when we try to make something out of those building materials. We build something. And what do we build? Often we build a bunch of bad feelings because that's what we're uh, uh, the building materials <clears throat> are actually of two kinds, new ones and old ones. And if we're careful, we could build new things with new materials in the present moment, but we are in the habit of referring to the past, picking yeah. something out of the past and popping that into the equation. An example of that would be seeing someone walk down the street dressed in a certain way. Yeah, and because yeah, yeah. we know we've seen that dress before, we automatically assume we know that person because of the way that they're dressed to where, in fact, we don't know them at all. Yeah, <clears throat> well, yes, I've, I've heard you. I've heard you explain that many times. But all right. So this my, is what that sutta is all about, is looking at the constituent components of the mind, especially when the mind has gotten very sharp. If, if you'll notice at the end of that sutta, where sutta does see the end of it, is by seeing that the end of perception, stop making up stories about stuff, is the end of the feelings. If we would stop storytelling, then we would be finished with the feelings. So what we need to do is to stop telling ourselves stories and leave the input as input. That's what that sutta is basically about. Uh, but the way that it's stated is looking, especially with Bhikkhu Bodhi's translation, it looks so highfalutin, it looks so magical, so way out there. To in fact, it's just describing a natural process. Well, you see, my difficulty is that I thought, or the reason why I keep plugging this, is that I thought that um, one, the, 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 the method was to get to, or, or the states that one is seeking to obtain in the first jhana are the thinking 
the examining the joy, the happiness, and the unification of mind. But then, then I thought that that was what you had to get. And I, that's why I don't understand why this business about contact, feeling, perception, etc., is coming in there because because so, they exist and are and can be seen, but uh, they're not going to be chased down. Uh, the Westerner wants to chase them down so that he can complete his list of things rather than the way that it should be done is this is a group of things to be on the lookout for when you're in a certain state. And so again, we do it playfully. Once you're in that state, this is stuff to look out for. But the Western mind wants to say, oh, this is a set of rules. Oh, you got to go do this. You got to go do that. Here's a list of things. This is a to do list. That is exactly, exactly right. That's what I'm doing. I'm yeah, looking, it's not a to-do list. To-do list. I'm looking at this stuff and thinking, well, you know, I thought if you'd got the thinking, examination, joy, happiness, and unification of mind, you're okay. You can sit there feeling good. But, but now right. you have to start thinking about all this contact, feeling, perception stuff. And looking ah, for that. but knowing you, you have to, the mind has gone back into the unwholesome. Making yeah. that list, that to-do list, means that you're now you're back into ordinary mind. Ah. If you can maintain that first jhana, then we maintain the wholesomeness of it. Like, oh, wow, look at that. Oh, I see that too. Oh, I can actually see the way that I, pr I make stuff up. And so it becomes a joy ride rather than a journey. You don't uh, have to get everything. You don't have to get it right. Uh, you just enjoy the ride. And those things will present themselves one by one as they occur. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, so we're talking yeah. about it all, mind moments all happening very quickly for this. So the things popping up, probably. Ah, but you'll see them. Yeah. Uh, if you just sit there with nothing left to do, with everything is hunky-dory and you feel really good, then the thing, when the mind begins to do stuff, you'll, you'll be able to notice it. Right, right, I see, I see. Because, I mean, uh, I was thinking particularly um, I, I, mm, yesterday, um, I started off, I, 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 I started off doing this thing that I'm trying to do of a sh short period of anapanasati to try and sort out the mind, uh, you know, and like you say, do it for five minutes every hour, something like that. Mm -hmm. Except on this occasion, I had nothing else to do. Uh, so on the five minute bell goes off kind of thing um i just sort of press the button to start another five and i i think okay. overall well now you can do without that button you can do without a timer buddha didn't have a timer well i know he didn't but you know or did he maybe he had a sound glass or something you <laughs> actually uh one of the things that they did have in that day was called a joss stick 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. an incense sure. stick, and the incense sticks normally would run about 20 minutes. Yeah. We could also mm -hmm. do it with a short candle. Mm -hmm. But that kind of technology is unnecessary. Sure, sure. That really the point is, is can you can you get yourself into a good state and then sustain it? Well, I did, I think, get into a sustained state of second jhana because I wasn't... It felt that good, huh? It felt that good, but I wasn't doing any discur discursive thinking. I was just feeling... It feels too good to think about it. <laughs> I said it feels too good to bother thinking about it. You've already well, gotten yourself feeling so good. Why talk about it anymore? It's just, ah, there it is. Well, because I have to keep reminding myself to breathe because at this stage, I'm sort of... Uh, I'm breathing very, very, I'm breathing long, but I'm breathing very shallowly. And when I get to the end of the out-breath, I then sort of push it, push it out a bit further with the stomach muscles and sort of wait and then let it start again. And up, up it goes and it goes up because I'm, I do, I do watch the breath going through the whole body, you see, of course, which I, I take to be the, 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 the third step of the, of the Anapanasati. So at this point, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm continuing to feel nothing but very good and remembering the breath occasion, well, you know, from time to time. Um, well, at the end of the breath, I suppose. Um, but there's nothing else. I didn't think anything else was supposed to happen in that state because you, you, you. That's right. We're beyond you, the supposed tos. We've dropped supposed tos. Yeah. There so, are no more supposed tos. Once sure. we've gotten finished with the hindrances, all the hindrances are just supposed tos. So when we come through the hindrances, and we're uh, in that state of the first jhana of relaxed and wholesome, then everything we're going to be doing is kind of that way as a base. One uh -huh. way of thinking about it is, is that a house has a front room, the living room is the main room, and then bedrooms and kitchens and bathrooms are sort of auxiliary off of the, uh, but the front door opens into the, to the front room. So, in that regard, getting into first jhana and living in first jhana, and then occasionally visiting the second jhana, occasionally visiting the third, occasionally visiting the fourth, but home is in the first jhana. This is what the Buddha teaches when he says that, in fact, that enlightenment is the first jhana, being able to maintain that, to sustain it. And the, uh, the typical thing that happens with students who are far enough along is that once they're able to get into first jhana and start to stay it, then they ask, well, what's next? The answer that ain't nothing next. Stay here. The only place that you can go is back out the front door right now. Let's just stay in the first jhana. Let's stay out of the hindrances. And once well, we abide there for a while, 
then we'll begin to explore it from the inside rather than making a rule. Oh, I've got to go to that other room. I've got to go to this other room. I've got to go here. I've got to go there because that I've got to go robs us of the satisfaction that we were able to get in the first jhana. Yeah. So getting that satisfaction and maintaining that satisfaction, and then we can go exploring in a state of satisfaction rather than marching orders. In fact, it seems that that in the first, well, that what happens is that the the thinking and examining goes away, and then you're sort of doing the second jhana where 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 you're um, you've still got the joy, happiness, and unification of mind, blah blah, um, but. But then it tends to slip back. I wouldn't call it blah, blah. That's kind of magnificent. People don't yeah, even know what so that is. And, but for you, it's just blah, blah. It's not good no, enough. What I'm you need to, to do is begin not read to... out all the words. Huh? I'm, I'm so simply saying that, not because it's blah, blah. It's so that I don't have once again to read out all the words about about um, the, the, all the words I know, that are written down. But we... But we don't have to read out all the words. You do not have to visit all the cities that are on the map just because they're on the map. But if you happen to wind up in a city, you can say, oh, I know all about this. I've seen it on the map. So you are not supposed to go places. We're supposed to learn to be satisfied with where we are. And when you're in that state of satisfaction, there are some things to be seen. And these are the contact, feeling, um, perception, volition, consciousness. Mainly it's about perception. Right perception and feelings and all of that. And when we remove the perception completely, we're down to just basic bare consciousness, taking in input without trying to tell ourselves a story about it. And in fact, the storytelling is what we drop away in first jhana. But when you come back and tell yourself stories about what you do after first jhana, you're back to square zero, not in first jhana. Yes. Yes, fair enough. But I mean that. I, once again, one has seen the sort of advice to uh, look at the floor and let the eyes close. But in fact, I mean, if you're well, I tend to keep the eyes pretty much open, pretty much all the time, and I just sort of let the scene in front of the eyes be, and I take it that that is what what is meant by letting the, the data come in and not do anything with it. I mean, I've seen it all before. I'm, I'm sitting looking at the, the kitchen cabinet kind of thing. Um, is that right? I mean, the, the, is that what we mean? Asking questions, is that right? Is missing the point. Is it? Oh. Yeah, that's missing the point. Why? Because is this right is the kind of question that comes out of doubt and doubt's a hindrance 
<laughs> well, yeah. Uh, okay. And so long as we're trying to get it right, we're missing it altogether. Hmm. Well, yes. Yes. And when we're enjoying playing with it, then we've got it. And so this whole idea about getting it right is part of our culture that prevents Westerners from being able to get great van, uh, value out of their Anapanasati practice because they're trying to get it right. And there is no right. What there really is, is investigation and looking and seeing examining and making changes for the better till all of our thoughts are wholesome thoughts and then if here's a way of looking at it when every thought is wholesome one after another after another then we can begin to get both satisfied with the wholesome thoughts one after another after another and also recognize that having wholesome thoughts is work. It's certainly not as much work as having unwholesome thoughts. When we're, we used to be working a whole lot with unwholesome thoughts. Now that we've gotten wholesome thoughts, we're working a whole lot less. But wholesome thoughts themselves is still a little bit of work. Why don't we stop that work too? And that's into the second John, and that's when we feel really good. And then we recognize all oh, feeling really good is really marvelous, better than anything else other than the fact that it too is a little busy. It too is a little work. It too can be eased off. And eventually we can ease down into Upeka itself, which would be kind of referred to as rock solid stability, where there really is no activity when we yeah. really do get our camera of the mind really stable because it's not going anywhere and then in that stability we can see what traffic is left what traffic perception feelings contact and when we get down beyond that the only thing then is left is mere uh, mere consciousness just receiving input. But mostly, in ordinary mind, it goes like this. We receive some input. We try to make sense out of it. We go uh, digging around in our past to try to help us figure it out. We come up with a solution. That solution contacts us, and we're off into feelings, not recognizing that often the way that we feel is because of the crap that we mix with Mm -hmm. the new uh, building materials. We think it's the new building materials that are so painful, or in fact, no, it was our idea about what the building materials should be because we've got that prior knowledge. But if we just take the construction materials that we have or just taking the material that we have as is without having to build something of understanding, in other words, we conceptualize and make everything into concepts. And here, we're not conceptualizing anymore. We're stopping that part of the mind. And the way that we do it is by having wholesome thoughts first, one after another. Then we put some gaps in it. And begin to live in that gap between the wholesome thoughts. 
But we have to practice those wholesome thoughts because what happens on almost all occasions that when a when a student, let us say, enters and abides or enters into the second jhana, the first thing that happens is that he immediately jumps back into hindrances. He doesn't have a landing place of the first jhana. His landing place is his ordinary mind. And so we have to develop the first jhana so well that that becomes our ground floor, our basis of operation, our fallback position, our net, or the ground floor. It's the first jhana, not the hindrances. And so this is why the first jhana has to be practiced over and over and over again with just mere satisfaction not expecting second, third, fourth, or fifth jhana. It's just the first jhana. This is good enough. We don't need anything more than that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So maintaining that first jhana over and over and over again will then give us the opportunity to see what's in the other rooms. But so long as we have those other things as marching orders, we haven't developed the first jhana well enough yet. Okay. So, So I wouldn't worry about that sutta too much. What I would instead is stop worrying altogether and just enjoy your wholesome thoughts, one after another, after another. This is good enough. This is good enough. Oh, I'll see perception soon enough. Right now, I'm too busy having fun, just feeling good, working with the the feelings. Yeah, well, that seems to be that seems to be where it drops into the second jhana because the the the, the thinking and the, you know if you, if you if you're just feeling good, then you're dropping the thinking and examining, and you, mm-hmm. you're just, just saying, feeling good. Uh huh. So stay there for a while and develop that so that you feel really good and that you know that you're feeling really good and stay with that for a while. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. There's no final goal here. I mean, after uh, after you learn how to do first jhana, then all you've got is first jhana. There is no real progression after that. Because, in fact, you can't go to town, you can't buy a ticket, you can't go to the the bank, you can't do anything without thinking. So let's have wholesome thoughts in thinking. You can't go to the bank in second jhana. You can't drive a car in third or fourth jhana. Mm Mm-hmm. And in fact, if I was a jhana cop, I would arrest people driving under the influence of jhana. A D-U-J. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a nice one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. The real okay. point is that first jhana, to establish that as our base point, that's where we're going to leave our, live our lives. Even while you're walking into town and going to the bank. Even when you're going to the bank. Even when you're walking to town. Even while you're driving the car. You can enjoy the heck out of it. Even when you're ringing up customer service and getting given the absolute false floor blow around. Uh-huh. 
can you enjoy that? Because you already knew before you called customer service that the people who are in customer service are not well trained. I don't if they were well trained and knew their job, they would have already gotten in a, 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 a raise and advancement and off out of customer service. No, customer service is a bottom line thing. It's like a, an adult going to a first grader to get advice over his cell phone. Oh, yes, indeed. Indeed it is. <laughs> indeed. indeed it is. Or going to the customer service at a bank, thinking that the, uh, the customer service people know the bank. No, they don't. Yeah. If they knew that bank, they'd be the bank president. <laughs> Yeah, well, the trick with customer service is, is, is usually to find a way to get past the customer service to the technician who actually has some idea of what he's talking about. Exactly. And good luck with that one because he's busy solving somebody else's problem to come listen yeah. to yours. Good luck with that one because they have so many. It, it's like going through a maze to get to that technician. Anyway, uh, when, mm. yeah. Anyway, be that as it may. So, in fact, probably the better way to do it is by going through chat GPT and asking the AI because they've got all of the bank's records. They'll look through it and give you an answer to where the customer service people are dumb, blind, stupid, and unhappy. That's why oh, they're in that job. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. So anyway, why don't we finish this call now? I think that we've got what we need here is, is that do not see the stuff in the suttas as rules or laws or things that you've got to do, but rather see it as, um, let us say, maybe you can think of it as things that are going to be found in a museum once you get into the museum. Once the mind is in first jhana, then there are things that can be seen. But if you get into first jhana and say, okay, now I've got to go look at all of that stuff, that pulls you right back out of the first jhana. You have to maintain that, wow, this is really great attitude, rather than, oh, I've got work to do attitude. Yeah, well, that's 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 fine. But the, the the thing is, I mean, if you're if you're using your mind at the same time to to drive the car to the bank or something, uh, as well as you're keeping yourself in first jhana, I mean, uh huh. Well, driving to the bank happily or driving to the bank grumpily. Are you uh -huh. going to go to the bank grumpy or are you going to be grumpy to the teller? Or are you going to be happy and joyful with the teller? Well, that's uh, you, you're more likely to get get somewhere if you do do that. Yes, sure. But, yeah, uh, even if you don't get anywhere, you can still be happy and joyful with the teller, even if she doesn't give you what you want. Uh -huh. And in fact, yeah. wanting things that we don't have, that's a hindrance. It's listed as one of the hindrances. Sure, sure, sure. Mm -hmm. So sure. go to the bank and, and have fun. Doesn't matter whether you get what you want or not. 
But the concept of the concept of using staying in the first jhana while you are doing something else, um, it's 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 quite difficult. I mean, I I can do it. It's practice. I have done it while making a, a pot of tea. Mm-hmm. I have done it by keeping going, getting up off the chair where I'm getting sitting, doing but, simple things mm-hmm. is the training. And once yeah. we're trained, being able to make tea while we're feeling really good will allow us to go out to the car feeling good. And maybe if we can go out to the car feeling good, then getting into the car we can feeling good, et cetera, like that. One step at a time, keeping track of how good we feel. That's the sustain. The apply, sustain, apply, sustain, sustain, sustain. Now that yes, that's 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 sort of practical because the the the, the sort of picture one gets in the beginning is that you can only do this while sitting on a cushion or a chair or whatever. Most people, even sitting on a cushion, they can't do it. When they take all the obstacles away, they still can't do it. Once we can do it without any obstacles, then we start doing it while we're getting little obstacles. And pretty soon we get really tested. This is why Bhikkhu Buddha Dasa says something like that being sick is an excellent opportunity Uh, to practice. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. driving a car is an excellent opportunity to practice. Mm-hmm. Getting stopped by a cop is a really excellent opportunity to practice. Mm-hmm. Getting put in jail is a really, really excellent opportunity to practice. I think you probably want solitary confinement. Because <laughs> right, that's the best part of it is to get alone so you don't have to deal with all of that unhappy group of people. Yeah. But anyway, you'll have to deal with them anyway if you're in prison. So why not deal with them happily? What's the other choice? Be just like they are, miserable. Well, well I don't think I'm going down anytime soon. <laughs> I, mean, I know. I keep planning on going to prison. Oh, if I ever go to prison, I'm going to do this, that, and the other thing. And I, wind up. I never get into prison. I just had to be satisfied not going to prison. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well. Yeah. So let's finish this talk here with the point that it is getting into a state of satisfaction, getting into that applied and sustained wholesome thoughts is what really needs to be practiced. That's where you're going to spend your time. And if the if you set the clock and the clock rings, can you reset it or turn it off and continue feeling good? Or is the clock going off going to take you out of your feeling good state? No, sometimes, sometimes it, sometimes it, it you know, sometimes I'm writing up in fact, quite often I'm writing up what I've um, what I've done, you know, which I, I do. I sort of keep a log of of of. <coughs> oh, I can see that log now. Ten oh one. I feel good. Log ten oh three. Oh, I feel even better. Log ten oh five. I still feel good. Huh? Even better is eleven oh five that I'm writing down 
as I type this, I still feel very good. Yeah, I feel good. So that's what we need to write down is I feel good. That's the health of thought. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see this and I didn't see that and I want to have this and I want to have that. That's all in wholesome thoughts. Okay. But I feel good. And this is good enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all of that other stuff will come on by itself once we get this. And the minute you open your mouth and say, you know, the only thing you need is this feels good. The mind comes up in the back of the mind. This is far too simple. Yes, it is. It is simple. But if it's far too simple, that means that it doesn't work. Yep. Therefore, I'm complaining. And that's yep. an unwholesome thought. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Rather than, oh, this is so easy. Wow, this is simple. Yes. Wow, this is easy. I could do this. That's wholesome. Well, we can do it. We know how. That's that's how that's how that's how I get started now. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is easy, and you could do it. Mm -hmm. And those are both wholesome thoughts. It's easy, and you can do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's okay. all there is to it. Over and over and over. This is easy, and I can do it. Mm -hmm. I feel good. I don't have to worry about a long list of stuff I've got to do. You don't have anything more to do except develop. I feel good. Mm -hmm. And then all the other stuff will find its way around. You'll begin to see how the mind works. But if you have to see how the mind works, then that's back to a hindrance mm -hmm. again. Okay. All right. Well, this has been fun. I've enjoyed this. I have this too. Yeah. All right. Well, Jerry, we'll see you in the next several days. Meanwhile, yeah. enjoy doing nothing. Well, yeah, well, I'm going away next week, so I'll be hopefully in Italy. So um, enjoy yourself when you're in Italy. I'll do my best. It's quite, it's quite easy there, you know. <laughs> have the Dolce Vita, they know how to do that. And, um, you yeah. know, anyway, uh, yes, right. so I when, it's, come back. when it's a good time, yeah, I don't I don't set appointments because no. then that's a, sure. a new rule. But when when you're ready, give me a call. I know. OK, well, thanks a lot for this. Darrell. You've been it's been great. It's been good. OK, excellent. All right. Well, we'll see you. Uh -huh. Bye bye. All righty, bye-bye.